Whitlock for stopping by. Glad to have the Motor City Madman, rock and roll legend, the, the man, the myth. It's uh, it's Ted Nugent. Ted, how are you? Good to see you, you know, brother. Joe, I'm doing so good. I almost feel guilty because the whole world's gone completely down the toilet. But the Nugent family, we improvise, adapt, overcome. I'm having the greatest hunting season of my life. Venison is flowing like manna from heaven from my Matthews compound bowl. My dogs are retrieving ducks and pheasants and doves and squirrels and rabbits. I'm like high. On venison, I'm willing to share that effervescence with you, Joe Pags. Well, I love that. Uh, recently named uh, uh, the, the the greatest guitar player ever to come out of Detroit by M Live. For, for those who don't know, that's like the big newspaper conglomerate throughout Michigan. I mean, that was kind of a no-brainer. I mean, would you agree with them, Ted? Well, Jimmy McCarty, Jim McCarty of Mitch Ride and the Detroit Wheels is the greatest guitar player, not just out of Detroit, but anywhere ever. Okay. I've got to jam with Jimmy, and he, he taught me all these bluesy licks like... So anyhow, if I have any dangerous, sexy guitar licks to share with mankind, it's because of God, the Motown Funk Brothers, uh, and Jim McCarty of Mitch Ride and the Detroit Wheels. And of course, James Brown of Wilson Pickett and all the heroes. Yeah. And Chuck Berry and Bo Diddley and Little Richard and Jerry Lee Lewis. But bottom line is guitar players go, uh, Jim McCarty, everybody remember that name, Jim McCarty, the greatest, most delivering, emotional, fire-breathing, sexy, rhythm and blues, soulful, musically authoritative guitar player ever. Yeah. But I will take that. I will take that baton and run with it. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a couple of names out at you, Ted. Let's talk music a little bit here. We'll get into politics as well. But but uh, this is this is a lot of fun. I I I've never heard of Jim McCarty, so I'm gonna look him up. Yeah. I definitely want to learn more about him. I, of course, I know you know I know the the, the group. Um, but but let me ask you because recently I saw online people were being asked people in big bands who who's the best guitar player ever. I think Bon Jovi said Jeff Beck. Um, uh, somebody else said Eddie Van Halen. Somebody else. Um, said, uh, um, uh, who's the guy from, um, uh, uh, from Led Zeppelin? Jimmy yeah. Page? Yeah. So, well, I mean, all- I, I, your, your name is always in there, but you, not naming you, because I think that you're in the top five easily, if not the top three. Who, who are the top three? I mean, I guess the guy McCarty that you just mentioned, who else? Well, geez, you know, it's so subjective because music is so emotional and the, yes. the different sonics that are available, an unlimited array of stimulating sonics available from the electric guitar. So I would have to say that Jim McCarty and certainly Eddie Van Halen, they uh, and, and Jimi Hendrix, they pioneered new sonic outrage yes. and sonic outrage. But uh, I, Glenn Campbell, do not forget Glenn really? Campbell. I think Glenn is better than all those guys. And uh, the, the, the virtuosity, the, the, the comfort level, uh, the natural instinctual delivery of musical stimuli and enjoyment, I think, uh, I think that uh, Glenn Campbell may be the best ever. What do you put Jimmy Page in that? Because people seem to, to bow to this guy. Yeah, Jimmy's outrageous. I mean, he, he ripped off uh, all the original guitar players. I mean, when he came, <laughs> a whole lot of love. That's actually a Link Ray lick. So Jimmy... Oh, wow. 
let's say, let's shall we say, he translated all the greatest, the B.B. King, the Albert King, the Freddie King, the, right. the uh, Robert Johnson, certainly uh, the uh, Chuck Berries and the Bo Diddleys. But what, what Jimmy, Jim McCarty of Mitch Ryan, the Detroit Wheels, Eddie Van Halen to a great degree, certainly Billy Gibbons. Um, there's so many. And there's a guy named Chris Duarte here in Texas that is mystical in his musical. Nice. Stevie Ray Vaughan, there's a soul from right. it. So it's so subjective, you can't say which is the greatest musician because we all adopt it and adapt it and translate it and embrace it in different moments of our life. But ultimately, music is a soundtrack mile marker yes. in life. So it really matters what state you were in, what spiritual, emotional, physical, sexual state you may be in when a certain piece of music uh, came into your life. And that will always hold a, a high mark in all of our lives. That's why Chuck Berry and Bo Diddley established all this stuff, because they, they were so defiant. I didn't yeah. invent the middle finger, but I have perfected it. <laughs> it's Ted Nugent, the Motor City Madman. Go to tednugent.com, tednugent.com. Go follow him on all the social media as well. Follow his wife, Shemaine, as well. I wanted to ask you about, about uh, musicianship. See, I, I'm a saxophone player. You've never, I don't think you've ever heard me play the saxophone. I played the, national, I played the anthem at, at Mar-a-Lago recently. Yes, no, you you play a mean sax. Thank you, uh, but but technically speaking, I wanted to get the technical stuff down, and then I listened to Coltrane for eight hours a day. I listened to Charlie Parker for eight hours a day. I listened to Cannonball Adderley for eight hours a day. Ah. I wanted to be I wanted to be like Phil Woods. All these guys, Junior so, Walker. Junior. Oh my God, Junior Walker and the All Stars. Come on, Shotgun, nineteen sixty five. So so I mean, you, you want to hear the greatest players, but technical stuff doesn't matter as much. As are you making me feel what you're playing? And that's what I'm hearing you say. Technically speaking, you could probably say who the virtuoso was, uh, but but when it comes to the emotion, you've got to be number one. When when you turn on a Ted Nugent song, you're gonna feel a certain way. The first time I saw you in concert 23 years ago, my heart almost jumped out of my chest. I said, "What is this guy doing?" It was unbelievable, Ted. So the, the feel is really what 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 it's more about for you, is it not? And, and again, I'm a guitar player, but I'm I'm a musical fan. I'm like an obsessed, addicted musical fan. So gotcha. you saw the power in my music that night when you witnessed that. And for 6,988 concerts, almost 7,000 concerts I wrapped up this year is with the Adios Mofo Tour, the greatest tour <laughs> of my life. The, the power of my music is 100% attributable to my bandmates. What you saw that night, I believe, whether it was the damn Yankees or the Am Boy Dukes, or this year with the Jason Hart, Hartless on drums, Homer right. and Johnny Big on the bass guitar, all my musicians have put their heart and soul into my compositions, and when they write songs, I put my heart and soul into their compositions. Right. But what might come under the moniker and the headlining of a Ted Nugent concert is really an accumulation of these incredibly gifted, dedicated, working hard, playing hard, right. just gifted musicians that have always been at my side. If you listen to the damn Yankees music with Tommy Shaw and Jack Blades and Michael Cardelloni, or, or what Cliff Davies and Rob Grange and Derek St. Holmes did from my solo album with Stranglehold and Hey Baby and, and Motor City Madhouse and Cat Scratch right. Fever and of course the greatest love song ever Wang Dang Sweet Poon Tang my musicians <laughs> we as a team 
uh, putting our heart and soul into a musical moment, the song, the music, the the uh, crescendos. All my songs have eight crescendos, and that's what hits you because I'm inspired by those guys that are around me. Those right. guys drive me nuts every night. Well, and Ted, it causes the cells in your body to go to go crazy, and, yes. and it's almost uncontrollable how much enjoyment you get out of it. Um, you, you don't remember this? I, I was backstage with you too because you'd already been on my television show in Lansing, but um, you you came out on a bison. And uh, I think it might have been in support of full bluntal nudity. I could be wrong. It might it might not have been. But uh, um, I remember doing a piece called Ted Two Thousand and sitting in the standing in the audience, just seeing you come out on this gigantic animal. I was like, "What are we about to experience here?" And and you've done that nonstop for how many? Almost seven thousand concerts. Yes, yeah, seven thousand concerts. I've been come on. since nineteen fifty seven in Detroit, where with Joe Pedorsic at the Capitol School of Music on Grand River Avenue. Oh in wow. We played at the Detroit Fairgrounds and played uh, uh, Walk, Don't Run, Perfidia, Boogie Woogie, and Honky Tonk. And I, I completely mutilated all those songs because I was just a nine-year-old, ten-year-old <laughs> kid. But I'm so driven by what Chuck Berry and Bo Diddley and Little Richard created, this defiant, uppity, fun, positive, piss and vinegar soundtrack that to this day, I mean, I just turned 75 last week. And as you can tell, Joe Pags, I'm more inspired and more appreciative of what musicians put into this musical soundtrack of our lives. Right. This was the greatest tour of my life. But what you witnessed when you saw the band, what the people at the Michigan State Fair witnessed in 1957 and all 7,000 concerts is that we crave a tight James Brown authoritative Motown funk brother cohesive musical dynamic and all my songs again it's about a crescendo Mitch right. Ryder, when he sings a song he goes through eight tambourines he blows them up he it, it turns into shrapnel because he, <laughs> so he beats the living hell out of the microphone right. and, and the, it, here the defining factor of what music moves you, I believe this 100%, is forehead vein popping. If the yes. singer and the guitar player and the drummer and the bass player don't have veins on their forehead popping out, they might be playing folk music. Yeah, it, it, you glossed over this. And by the way, it's Ted Nugent. For those of you listening, those of you watching know who it is. TedNugent.com. You go there, follow him on all the social media at Ted Nugent. Motor City Madman turned 75. I'm going to talk to you about that in a second last week. But you glossed over something that I think is really important. You guys made sure it sounded right. Yeah. Before, before you turn the, the amps to, you know, to, uh, to a thousand. If, if it's not tight, if it's not perfect, if it's not great, we won't get the emotion because you're fumbling through the music. You guys aren't fumbling through the music. It is the tightest rhythm section possibly that we've ever had. And, and I mean that. Yeah, and thank you for that. And that goes to Jason Hartless on drums, Johnny Big on bass guitar in 2023. And again, we practice and practice and rehearse and we scrutinize the movement of the music. It, it's really a, a strange dichotomy, uh, the juxtaposition between the demand for musical cohesiveness and authority and the demand to be completely uninhibited and crazy <laughs> because right. even though some bands like um the ramones were completely uninhibited and crazy but it wasn't tight enough for right me. i love right. the ramones but i'd rather listen to zz top because they're crazy and unlimited but it was incredibly tight and that's yeah. that james brown motown funk brother influence and when we practice First of all, we're music lovers, so we want to make us happy. We want to go, well, that 
It, it, Amboy Duke, Journey to Southern Mind. We practiced that so it was just unbelievably singular in its tightness and its cohesiveness. Yes. So the work ethic, Joe, of the average band out there, I know ZZ Top, I know Van Halen, I know Sammy Hager, I know uh, Cheap Trick, I know Journey, I know Foreigner, I know all these bands. They bust, we bust our ass to deliver the ultimate music that really satisfies us, and then we know that we're delivering a quality product to the ticket buyer and the record buyer. That's really, it's been talked about, glossed over. That work ethic has been the driving force throughout my entire music. Well, people think it's easy, Ted. That you love. It's a work ethic. We rehearsed and rehearsed and rehearsed to make it monstrously powerful. Yeah, and it is every single time. People think it's easy. Uh, I don't like all the auto-tune today. I don't like that they're taking people who look good and have big social media following and they make them a star somehow is there a band today that you love like a newer band maybe that came in the 90s or 2000s that that's really coming to it uh, i mean i think foo fighters i, I think sure. uh, I, I don't know i mean is is there a band that you go I, I just want to listen to these guys these guys are great well no uh the foo fighters not really a new band but when they came on the scene they were delivering the same dedication and work yes. as you can tell that Grohl and his bandmates really put their heart and soul into delivering a monster every night. Now, as much as I love and adore and admire the Foo Fighters, um, and, and Dave Grohl is one of the masters of crescendos. Right. But, you know, you're mentioning Coltrane and, and, and these great saxophone players. Yeah. That sax solo, that guitar solo in all the best music in the world, that's the crescendo. And with all due respect to the Foo Fighters, and I love you, Dave, I love all you guys. You guys are awesome. But there's not that fire-breathing crescendo guitar solo that right. elevates the entire musical moment to a higher place. And that's, I, I got to tell you, um, I, don't, I don't know nothing about auto-tune. I, I let my ears and my spirit and my balls dictate the delivery of my You're music. basketballs, right? Basketball. <laughs> Believe me, they're basketballs. Aronosaurus <laughs> Rex basketballs, actually. <laughs> the, point, the, the point being is that I want a killer guitar solo or sax yes. or even a Jimmy Smith keyboard monster. Andy right. Solomon with the Amboy Dukes would deliver a Hammond B3 a solo that was just so elevating. So I'm afraid to say in this world that's gone down the toilet in all aspects, I'm afraid the success of Taylor Swift, and again, God bless her work ethic, God yeah. bless her musical dreams, but that's cartoon music. I yes. mean, it doesn't have any piss and vinegar. There's no fire. There's no sensuality in that. It's all poppy nonsense as far as I'm concerned, and it's the most popular stuff in the world, which is an indictment to the music industry and music fans. They're not looking for that fire from a ZZ Top or from a Mitch Ryder in the Detroit Wheels or from a Brownsville Station or an Amboy Dukes, and I miss that. Thank God I'm still around because I'll yes. be Ted Nugent speakeasies this winter around Texas <laughs> with my band. And it's like the old days. It's like the, the, the Wald Lake Casino in 1962 or the I Grand Ballroom in 67. We still deliver the fire that the Beatles did at the cave in Germany. Yes. Uh, I'll give you an example in a very different kind of music. The song Deacon Blues jumps out at me from uh, from Steely Dan. And that song, to me, was kind of a sucky song until Pete Chrislieb 
played the saxophone solo in that in that song. The whole the whole song was about you know playing the blues and love to play the saxophone. He was the lead tenor on the Johnny Carson Tonight Show band for years and years. Uh, a classically trained guy who plays jazz as well as and, and I don't mean to be you know defiant here as well as Coltrane. And, and but the the tone to me elevated that song to a different place and i think that's what you're talking about without the massive eddie van halen guitar solo in the middle of some song the song probably wasn't as good as it could have been you know you're right but to that point that's very important i i I reiterate what i said a moment ago michael anthony on bass and his vocals alex van halen on drums and the incredible david lee roth doing what he does up front with his jazz inspired unbelievable vocal performances. He might not have been the greatest singer in the world, but I think he might have been the greatest vocalist in the world. And then yeah. with Sammy Hager, he, he kicked it in the ass even to a higher degree. That's it for part one of my special interview with the Motor City Madman, Ted Nugent. Part two next hour on the Joe Pag Show. Stay here. Don't be an A-Dub. Stay with the Joe Pag Show. Make sure you stay tuned right here, part two, with the Motor City Mad Men next hour, about the same time, at the bottom of the hour, with Ted Nugent. We'll finish up on music, we'll get into some politics, get into the future of the country. But I, I just love, uh, so many people only talk to him about politics, only talk to him about the Second Amendment. I want to talk to him about music, that's why we know Ted Nugent. And of course, everything he's got to say about everything else is certainly applicable too, but that's what I wanted to do. Let me tell you in the meantime about the Eden Pure Gen 40 heater. Heating bills, looking to go up this, this winter, all costs are going up, Right. A powerful heating technology that's being used by the Eden Pure Gen 40 heater is already helping thousands of people save money on their heating bills. At Eden Pure, an advanced heating engineering team has combined an infrared heating system and a convective heating system into one space heater. These two technologies combined, working together, they heat a home better than your current furnace. We need to check this out. Your boiler, your baseboard heat, and other space heaters by using two forms of heating technology to heat a room. The Gen 40 heater makes you feel warmer and reduces your heating bills, too. How can you go wrong? Why not give it a shot? Never be cold again. Save money month after month with Eden Pure. And right now, get an additional $50 off the Gen 40 sale price with my discount code. Go to EdenPureDeals.com. Enter discount code PAGS50. That's EdenPureDeals.com. Discount code is pags Five zero, all one word, to save an additional $50 off the sale price. EdenPureDeals.com. PAGS50 is the deal. Go there and make that happen right now. We do have an update next hour to that um, memorial, the Confederate memorial that was at Arlington National Cemetery. There's an update on that. There was a stay or some sort of a, a stoppage for a moment. That's really all it was. It was for a moment. As we do have an update on that, you're not going to be happy about that if you are for preserving history in this country. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. I've got an explainer about the 14th Amendment issue out of Colorado over on Instagram. Instagram.com slash JoePags slash Joe Talk Show. Keep it here. Coming back. This is the Joe Pags Show.